Bon matin, bon matin tout le monde. Un gros merci d'être avec... Non, in English. Oui. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Good morning, everyone. Thank you to be with us this morning. Uh, I hope you're going well. Uh, we have uh, a new subject, new chapter today uh, for the book Awaking the Giant within this small book that we are in it's really really amazing how we realize that all what we are doing is linked to um our mindset our habit and today we will talk about the vocabulary that we are using uh, and it's it's really different if you're just thinking about um your kids When they are starting learning speaking, if they are not able to express themselves, they start to be angry just because they are not able to full express their emotion. And today we will see that we can change our own emotion with the vocabulary that we use, or we can have an impact on people with the vocabulary that we use because our words, yes, um, decide what kind of emotion that we are living, but also decide what kind of action that we are doing. So uh, first of all, just before uh, diving in the subject, I want to thank everyone that you are on Podbean, you are on Zoom, on Facebook. Uh, thank you for your sharing. And um, I, I just, I think that Virginie won't be with us this morning because she's taking the plane today to uh, come and see us uh, in Quebec. So I know that for Virginie, she wrote me uh, yesterday that it's the the starting point of her trip today to see her. And, and it's really funny because she we met her with the podcast and now she decided to uh, come see uh, us in Quebec. For, for beginning, just to explain the subject, the impact of the words that we are using, Jean-Philippe, find a lot of sentence, historic sentence that you will remember maybe. And uh, they did have an impact on the society. After, I will present how you can change your own mindset with your vocabulary. And Marie-Pierre, find us some sentence on some words. Can, we can just make a difference. If we are using one word for our... Um, All you the other, you will have the uh, the difference. So GP, just present us. And it was really funny in the preparation because GP and I study in history, so we find a lot of sentence. And Marie Pierre was just laughing of us because she 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 don't know all those sentence. <laughs> Thank you, Sabrina. Good morning, everyone. Thanks for those who have taken time to share uh, on Facebook and on Podbean. We really appreciate it because, yes, 
Today, the chapter, as Sabrina said, we will talk really about the word, the vocabulary, and what are the impact. And we know that impact, actually, the way they function is actually in opposition. Like, words and sentences can make you laugh or can make you cry. They can create wound or heal, or they can create hope or even devastation. We, like, we will see we, we have many different... Um, in different speech that there were during history that helped the actually helped the, the the people and also like some of them when they say it just like run to their death actually so we will see what impact it has so what we uh, need to understand is actually words yes will create emotion but words will create action or even inaction. So the way we are speaking, the way we're talking to somebody, and it does not mean to be that great speech that a president or a prime minister or even a, uh, a, a popular person said. It could be only what you're telling and saying to yourself. One of the great examples of the word that uh, how they've been used okay, to create hope and actually um, give people opportunity is the Declaration of Independence in the United States. All of their country have been based in one paper about how it has been written at the time. And still today, even if it was written during the year like the 18th century, okay, still today, even if it's different, people still look back at that and take what it has been written on it for like real, for reality, even if sometimes some of the law or principle needs to be adapted. Okay. One of the famous, uh, famous speech and sentence that we heard, and we talk a lot about it in the podcast also, we take it, take it as an example is I have a dream. I have a dream from Martin Luther King. It's probably one of the famous uh, speech and sentence that we ever uh, hear. The reason why is even if you say, I have a dream, he was not talking about himself. He was talking about uh, like his population, his group, uh, saying that someday my kids won't be judged by their color, but will be judged by their personality. And he wanted to uh, create the equality, not only in the United States. Yes, it was during the segregation part uh, uh, era in the United States, but it was all around the world. And we know that there are many other um, movements that were like that. Uh, just just let, uh, think about what happened in India with... Um, uh, well, see here, mind. Hang on, uh, uh, Gandhi, yeah, Gandhi, Gandhi or Gandhi? How do you, Gandhi, 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 E? Okay, great. <laughs> I'm looking at the the lips of Desiree, like E? Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so Gandhi, and also um, ah, in Africa, who is in Africa? Uh, mm -hmm. Nelson Mandela. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm looking at, at my uh, other screen just to find them. Okay. So yes, one of the famous sentence that Nelson Mandela also said, he said, an ideal for which I am prepared to die. 
So what is the message he was sending here? He was sending the message about his cause, about the cause of South Africa, that actually this mission, that vision, that purpose of life, he gave it to himself because he was on prison for so many years, was this cause that, yes, I am pretty, pre ready to die for. So he was, he want to give hope to people, to give them courage to say that it is a cause that, Uh, can cause you your death, okay? But actually, it's really important that you just uh, believe in me because I. He thinks that it was um, it was on purpose. Some other sentence that were great and like came through history. One is uh, from Winston Churchill when he came back as a prime minister uh, in England during the World War II. So in 1940, they go back to him and ask him to uh, to came back as the prime minister because he was there during the first, uh, the first World War II. And he said during his first opening speech, blood, toil, tears, and sweat. So he was just telling the truth, like, it will be hard, okay? Don't, like, uh, put our head into the sand. Just be sure that we understand what it will be. So by saying the truth, actually, also, he was established a couple years later, like 62 years later, he was uh, established as the greatest Britain that uh, exists uh, uh, in the country because he said the truth and actually it helped him make sure that people understand what are the... Um, uh, what needs to be done during the World War II. Then also uh, we have uh, John F. Kennedy during the Cold War. One of his great speech was about ask not what your country, what your country can do for you, but ask what you can do for your country. So it was during the, the Cold War. He was saying because they were uh, against the Soviet Union, they want to reach the moon, they want to reach the space first. So all that, okay, being said, he was want to give people hope and make them understand that the the um, the people need to work, need to like do some things for the country, and actually what it is is spend their money, go work, pay their taxes, because it's only with that that they will be able to reach that such big project that was getting to space and beat the Soviet unions and develop uh, uh, all of their other things. Uh, I talk about yeah, Nelson Mandela. Uh, one of the also of the great speech that we hear in 2008 was the one of Barack Obama, and it was uh, famous until uh, till this day. Is the yes we can in 2008 that helped him win the uh, the battle for the the presidency in the United States because he wants to give hope to people that yes we can develop actually uh, services for every american no matter if they're rich or if they're poor so all all of those speech were great and stay and give give at some point hope also for people but another one uh, also because in the book they say that Uh, the the choose of word will impact you firstly will impact the person that you are and how you feel okay because that this make uh, this make 
you feel experiences. And one I, I did love, I find it on uh, La Presse, is uh, one of the, um, the sentence that uh, Jean, Jean Chrétien, uh, as a prime minister said, he said, God give me uh, some physical, uh, I don't know how to translate that, okay, but it, it will sound weird. Hang on, I will just translate it. Traduction. Just to be sure that it does not sound weird. Okay. God, God gave me a physical defect. When I was young, people laugh at me, but I accept because God gave me other qualities. So here, the internal speech that Jean Chrétien, okay, give himself was about, I'm like, no matter what I look like, okay, because we know he has a really specific physical uh, defect on his face, but he, the, the, his internal discourse was about giving himself hope and understand that I, I don't care if I'm judged physically, I know what I am inside and I know that I have qualities to bring our country to, uh, to somewhere else. So those are all uh, important sentences and the way that they choose their word, not only they impact themselves inside, they were trying to work on their inner discourse, but also they want to give hope and impact people all around them. So we see how words are important. And on that subject, uh, Sabrina will uh, continue with his, her part. Yes, we will look to how the words that you are using have an impact on you. It's really because you can change your mindset, you can change your feeling just by using different words. Just by, um, they said, effective selection of words versus poor selection of words. For the same situation, you can use different word but it can affect you i will give you an example that i really love they say if you always use the word hate i hate my hair i hate my dress i hate this it, it's it you put you in a bad mindset but if you're just saying i prefer another color of hair i prefer another dress than this one it's not um ending point it just there's an open opening possibility that you can have better but it's not so bad so you will change your feeling just by using those kind of word and uh so if you change your word you change your mindset if you don't use the right word you will be in your habit because if you, it means that I can control myself by the word that I'm using. So maybe you can just think about what are the words that I'm using too much time? Is it about I, I hate the word I hate? Is it I'm not feeling well? Is it about I'm tired? I'm, so if you're using I'm tired all the day, you will be tired. <laughs> but if you say, oh, I have a little bit less energy right now, it's different and it can uh, do a difference for you. So it's really to understand that what you're telling will have an impact on how you're feeling inside. And um, it, 
they they say that if you're using a right um, palette of color or right palette of emotion, you will be able to define yourself differently. And the, 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 the example that I have is when we are learning a new language. For me, learning English, I can speak in English, but I have a lot of difficulty to express my emotion because I have less words. Sometimes we have all the words. We know the vocabulary, but we the choose of word that we are doing, it's poor. Same if we know the vocabulary. I'm trying to, <laughs> to learn Spanish right now. And I, I can tell you, the only thing that I can say, it's I want to go to the toilet. Uh, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> and I want to buy this. <laughs> But I cannot express emotion with this language right now. So you can realize that it can have an impact of how um, I'm feeling or how I'm expressing me just because I don't have the vocabulary. So there's two, two points. You can have the vocabulary, but you don't use it or you just don't have the vocabulary. So you're not able to express your emotion um, in the good way, if I, I can say it like that. And they said that, When we are telling a story, the way that we are telling a story will do a difference at the emotion that we are putting in. And I know that a lot of you, you are in uh, an MLM and we say you need to be able to tell a story. I'm living with a writer. You can understand that we don't have the same way of explaining a story. Me. I will have two sentences and it will explain all my day. For my husband, it can take half an hour just to explain what he did in the morning because he have a lot of word expression, information to end my, my daughter do the same thing when she's come back from school. We have half an hour just to explain how the bus ride was. So... <laughs> But when we are using more words, when we are explaining how really the situation is, we can add emotion in the story. So it's something that we have to learn. And Marie-Pierre, I know that you find some, some example of sentence that we can use to give more, to have, as we said, effective selection of word and not poor selection. Yes, thank you, Sabrina. Because making a change to the language we use is a quick win and really quite straightforward. So stop being afraid of sounding too positive <laughs> and elevate your communication style. So I have some examples on how you can turn things around to the positive. So the first word is just and sorry. So for example, oh, sorry, I just wanted to check that the project will be finished by the end of the week. The overuse of just is basically saying that what you are asking isn't important. So think about how this word is used in another scenario. Oh, I was just 30 seconds late. The just is so important when you use it. So you might be using the word to soften your approach, but it's conveying a lack of agency. So drop it entirely similarly do the same with the word sorry we all tend to overuse it 
when we aren't sorry at all and have no reason to apologize. So create urgency, urgency and clarity instead by saying, how's the project coming along? I'm looking forward to getting it finished on Friday. You see how it's completely different? It's the same sentence, it's the same goal, but what the words we use can be entirely different on how the other person will uh, um, feel it when they listen to you. Yes, Sabrina? I don't know if you already know, but in the world, the Canadians are recognized to be the sorry people, that they said sorry for everything. It, it's it's a vocabulary that we are using, and people, when we are um, in other country, ask us, why are you telling all the time sorry? It, it, it's you, you don't have to. <laughs> so we overuse the word sorry. It's true. <laughs> the other word that uh, we, we use is I think and I feel. So for example, I think I can get this report finished by close of the plate today. Using feeling words in the workplace, yes, has a place, but not when you are discussing deadlines. So you are telling everyone that you aren't sure about anything. Instead, be definitive and plan ahead to make sure you deliver. Instead, say, I can get this report finished by close of play today. So we can just eliminate the I think or I feel I can get it finished. So just get it straightforward. The other word is but. Ah, oh, we use but with caution. <laughs> so if you are often starting sentence with but, I would suggest that your reputation in the office could be that negative Nancy <laughs> or negative Karen. <laughs> we always uh, hear, hear. So if you are using it often in the middle of sentence, it basically negates anything positive before it. So replace, uh, replace it and end with end or where possible or drop it entirely so just make sure that the but is not <laughs> something that you use too often when it's not needed other words we use is you could have or you should have for example you should have spoken to the head office uh, first before you did it so think about how you would feel if that phrase was uttered at you so swap the language around and, and to convey the positive without making the subject feel any more guilty than they already do. So a positive alternative would be, in future, you should speak to the head office to avoid, avoid that situation again. So yes, you can use it, but just make sure of the words you use around uh, this expression. The other one I really love is, I don't have time for this right now. Oh my God, we <laughs> covered that when we are uh, in the book of seven habits on Thursday and Friday when we say we have to learn to say no. So yes, I don't have time right now. With this phrase, you are saying to the person you are speaking to that is, that is unimportant to you. So you can just <laughs> make sure that you can say, okay, I can um, make time for this, but tomorrow. So you are saying no without saying no. So you don't use the word, I don't have time. So the person is feeling unimportant to you. 
The other one is if only. Oh my God, the if only. <laughs> I, we all hear this a lot when people are lamenting about something that's not gone well. So yes, the reality is that you didn't get the project finished on time, but saying if only we had more time is showing a level of pessimism <laughs> that suggests you gave up before you started. So drop it entirely. So for example, when we uh, talk uh, uh, with a child, so make sure that, ex for example, when they play inside with a ball, don't say, don't throw the ball inside, but you can say, please go play outside. <laughs> so it's the same thing, but use it differently. Um, like Sabrina said, uh, just eliminate the I hate and use the I prefer. Or when you say I can do it, you can change it by I can learn to do it. Or when you see someone that you haven't seen for a long time, don't say I missed you so much because missing someone it's not a, a positive attitude, but it's so great to see you. Now it's something that you, you really um, positive attitude. So subtle changes in the way you speak are, and the minimization of negative phrases can make a huge difference of how people can perceive you. So it's really worth the effort to develop the awareness of your language. So I hope it can help you to just uh, Make sure that you are aware when you use those words and make sure that you can just make the change to make sure that it's a positive one. Great, Mar thank you. Will put, uh, you will put this document on um, Europe Inspirationnel <laughs> because there's too much word that I cannot use. So uh, I just want to be sure to select what will be my change. <laughs> <laughs> and remember for us, it's, there is a, um, uh, another level of difficulty because this is not our first language, but actually how a person can develop that relationship through words. Well, actually what, what you're listening to, okay, in which context, how you discuss. And they say that when, when you started to teach something, okay, even if you're not mastering it, it will help you choose the right word and have like feel actually emotion that will help you understand the power of your word, but also what you're reading. Reading is probably one of the main thing that can help you just structure and understand also the power of the word. And one of the things that with uh, Sabrina and Marie-Pierre said that how you state it, like don't use the negative way, use the positive way. So don't throw the, the ball in uh, inside the, the house or go play outside. That one is positive. So I think that saying that it's really important for you guys, if you weren't with us at the SFL, that you should be in a conditioning program because every morning we're starting with a gratitude and affirmation and actually affirmation can't be stated in a negative form so you will start okay with those uh, those sentences that actually when you look at them they are so simple but the power of the word okay that are choose and when you say it out loud you understand really the impact that it can have on you it can make 
uh, it can make you uh, start your day well if you woke up and you were weren't uh, feeling enjoy or like full of energy just the conditioning program i really think that it can help you go out of your shell and say okay i need to be positive i need to and make attention to what I'm saying and what is also your inner discourse. I think that is one of the biggest parts that we need to be aware of. So thank you guys so much for uh, guys for being with us. Uh, tomorrow morning, it will be with Marie-Pierre and Maria in, uh, I think you are in the fifth habit right now. Yes, so they continue in the fifth habit. So thank you and see you tomorrow morning.